Hello and welcome to Is Riverdale Good, the weekly podcast where we recap each episode of Riverdale and explore ships, theories, casting news, official press, juicy off-screen rumors to answer the question on everyone's mind. Is Riverdale actually good? It's pretty good, Chris. It was interesting this Season week. Season 2B is very interesting. Very interesting. I'm Chris and with me as always is my partner in life, love, and podcasting, Brittany. Hello. Oh, we're going to explore. Oh, we're exploring today. This week we're talking about Chapter 24, The Wrestler. So y'all, The Wrestler is not from that long ago. This is from, two, oh my god, it's from 2008. Lol. Okay, so I was like, this movie feels very ago. recent. Yeah, exactly. Just kidding. It was like I, 10 years ago. I was about to be like, y'all remember this one? And Everybody like, knows oh, The Wrestler. Maybe right? you don't. Okay, so essentially, uh, The Wrestler is about an aging wrestler, spoiler alert, um, called Randy the Ram Robinson. Oh, what? where do we like, see that? Like High Ram the Ram Lodge? I thought that's why it was High Ram the Ram, because his last Ram is in I his name. I thought it was because he is a battering ram on and off. That's true. The wrestling He mat. is a battering ram of masculinity right? that's I was like, for sure whoa i <laughs> of toxic masculinity yeah. hiram lodge um so it's played by mickey rourke he's like really long past his prime still trying to do the pro wrestling circuit he gets beat up really bad he decides to stop then he like pursues a serious relationship with marissa tomei which um love yeah. her and then he tries to reconnect with his estranged daughter evan rachel wood love her yep she's great and he can't resist the lure of the ring so he is like i gotta do a comeback oh, i never saw this movie full disclosure so I yeah neither have i the so. description. sorry Evan Rachel Wood I was like, wins. I'm not interested in this whatsoever. I think wrestling is the dumbest thing. I know, right? As you were reading it and you said Evan Rachel Wood, I was like, what? We, I know. When is season three of, of uh, Westworld West By season three of Westworld, you mean season two That's right. Of it's West been World. so long. I missed a season. <laughs> right? Anyway, when we last left off uh, with Riverdale, uh, Southside High is now at Riverdale High. Sure. Ar- Archie's working for the FBI. And Chick was creeping on Betty. I'll just go ahead and preface this by saying, you guys, we don't see any really sweet pea or fang in this episode. <laughs> you know what? So yep. if that's what you're here for, you can just stop listening now because they're really not in this. This episode's this sweet pea slash fang rating is an F. Yeah. Sorry, correct. Everyone. I'm like, okay. That's true. They were missed for <sighs> sure. So but we... there's a lot of Kevin. That's which true. I like a that's lot. true. There was a lot of Kevin. It was great. Never enough. So let's get into it. Uh, Jug, we begin with Jug narrating in the hall. He's saying everything was the same, but then nothing was the same. At school. At school, yeah. yeah. Archie was preparing for basketball, but now okay. he was also working with the FBI. He says that Archie was preparing for basketball like he always does in the winter. I was yeah. like, but wait, was it not winter when Cheryl <laughs> fell through the ice at the end of season one? Like, was he doing basketball then? A, also football is also a winter sport. Right? I mean, I assume it's still a I'm winter so sport for high schoolers, right? Timeline. I don't understand sports. I don't know so either. Also, I just love how we assume that, like, of course Archie plays basketball. Right. Okay. Troy Bolden <laughs> from High School Musical. Is <laughs> to, that you? To be fair, I was going to say, uh, KJ's moves on the court looked pretty good. So yeah, like, he actually did KJ. look pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so method. And in addition to all of this going on, the town is preparing for Pickens Day. I love when this happens in Vampire Diaries all the time, when they're like, let's have a Founders Day That's thing true. about the town. Literally yeah. the last five episodes of the Vampire Diaries season one was like all Founders Day events. Really? And they were all fantastic. And I loved them. Well, there you go. But what is this Founders Day? Well, let's let Cheryl Blossom explain. Mm. General Pickens was the guy who founded uh, Riverdale. And by the way, Cheryl's grandfather bankrolled him. So according to her it should actually be called blossom day right i mean it was like general b blah 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 barnaby blossom yeah. or something i don't know i didn't even take that down yeah but you might know uh general pickens um from the cruising pickens park where kevin oh, picks up right stray down gay men way to put the pieces together go right? pickens go <laughs> 
the general would be proud (laughs) i'm sure (laughs) didn't see that one right did you general exactly uh then we get to a meeting of the minds that's going on at the andrews house it's the lodges it's sheriff keller it's mayor mccoy oh yeah remember how mayor mccoy and sheriff keller are sleeping together and i forgot until i saw them seated next to each other at the scene and i was like i guess it makes sense that the sheriff would be at this meeting when they're talking about like we want to throw a big celebration for founder for founders day for Mm -hmm. Pickens, Pickens Day, Day or yeah. whatever. And then I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, I had completely forgotten Me about too. that until you mentioned they it. Ne- I was they, like, oh, They no. didn't do, like, any more, like, little lingering looks or anything. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of that is a missed opportunity in Riverdale yeah. to, like, give you these little tiny cookies of, like, or breadcrumbs of, like, hey, yeah. remember this relationship? Like, ooh, sexy. This like, is, something, right. you know? Well, and, like, this is the thing about Riverdale is that, like, at times it's super soapy and then it, like, forgets to be right. super That's soapy. Right, so Like, I'm like, I would be very okay with, like, a soapy storyline. Like, line what if about... her hand was on his knee under the table or something? Yeah. Like, something, anything. Remember in season one where Betty and Jughead had that, like, nonverbal communication about how he wanted to eat yeah. her chips? <laughs> yeah. Like... That was so strong in that kind of vein. And then to not get anything Mm -hmm. like that, it's even with the relationship, even with the bughead relationship in the early beginning of the season, it was like they held hands. Yeah. It's like really that's like what we're supposed to be excited about for three weeks Mm -hmm. that they touched hands one time for 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But a little bit more. a little bit more for me. I feel like so many things have been dialed up. They're drowning out these slightly yeah, more subtle like things that things like we really enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. It's like it's so, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like they're pushing, the, it's so plot heavy. Yeah, that right is now, the thing. That, that is it's the like, thing. okay, but like there can still be right. these es- little things mixed in. Especially with these last two episodes. It's been like nothing but plot. Yeah. And so, you know. Uh, which is weird since we have 22 episodes to work with. I know. I'm like, anyway. okay, y'all. There's plenty of time for this. You can do a little, like, lingering look. You have yeah, the 10 seconds to spare. Exactly. Spread it a little thinner. Um, so the me- the reason for this meeting is that the Lodges are explaining how they want to sponsor mm. Pickens Day. <laughs> Fred's like, and co-sponsor by Andrews Construction. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> so that they can get the word out about the Sodale project and all that jazz. Yeah, the mayor's like, oh, so you want to make this into a commercial. And then all of a sudden the perspective shifts and you see that Veronica is also at the table. Yeah. And, Ooh, game and they, changer. they start saying that, oh, this could provoke the divisions in the town. Okay. And Veronica's like, actually, it will unite the town. Hiram's like... Yep, and uh, somebody says, but what about the serpents? And they explain, oh, the serpents have been hired as security, which to me reminded me of the Hells Angels getting hired right? as security by the Rolling Stones, and that didn't work out super well. Uh, so Didn't it, though? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Arch- or did it work out extremely well, Chris? It did not. Someone no, died. That's correct. So, You're, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so Archie... Uh, uh, comes in after playing some basketball oh and he's like hey everybody can i sit down hey, at this let's meeting go down at the table and they're like no we're done and mr lodge's like nope we're just uh wrapping up here so uh, oh God, bye. <laughs> yeah everybody leaves and then archie goes in to kiss veronica and she's like oh no i would kiss you but you're all sweaty and you get a little moment of like oh is she like pissed at him still right. about the kiss with betty if things weren't so intense right now i'd be like hot that's just like a real life yeah, it's relationship like actually real moment like yeah a story but- of, yeah 
now it's like is it is there a deeper oh, meaning what oh, could no. this mean no he was probably just gross yeah exactly it's he looked pretty gross no that's okay so then we go to the first uh of many <sighs> cooper breakfasts in Guys, this episode if you were ever feeling any sympathy for hal cooper and you were like you know what <laughs> justice for hal like no. i feel so bad britney shits on him all the time <laughs> blah 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 um hal is the literal worst once again in this episode and i'm proven correct again i wish we had the time to put together a montage and be <laughs> like, like guys hal is the black hood 100 percent confirmed take so it to terrible. the bank i don't know how smart enough to be the black hood now you know what? now that true. i see him i'm like he is so petty and vindictive he is like but you know does what? he have master plans or is he actually just <laughs> like a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> one of the things i was reading on the subreddit was they were like these characters seem so different than the way they were just a little mm. while ago i'll tell you Al's i was like same. i'll tell you who's exactly the same Alice cooper? Al cooper hal is exactly oh, the same Al, alice is also pretty consistent. the same but you know yeah so anyway oh God, Hal, geez dial it down how is being petty and vindictive at this breakfast by by grilling chick super uncomfortable he's like why did you come in all bloody and he's like listen i was bloody uh because the guy who runs the hostel beat me up yeah uh, he's like uh why did you ask someone to beat you up yeah, chick exactly right and ruin my life what did you how do long are you staying yeah. yeah and alice is like i don't like like he's just staying he's like i'm just trying to plan my life alice yeah. i'm like you're trying to plan your life yeah okay and that wasn't even the most <laughs> uncomfortable part of the breakfast that was when he said uh i've got oh, the scars yeah. to prove it and betty was like i have what? scars too this like this was what? so weird that i thought it was a dream sequence you yeah guys. i was, was like this weird. makes no sense for someone that like never wanted to talk about the scars and having it be such a thing in the first yeah. season that she had this conversation with jughead and really opened up to him to have her say in front of her parents that she has crescent scars on her mm -hmm. hands from digging her nails into them i was like were we all aware here and just yeah. not talking about it or what and what also kind of disappoints me i guess is that it felt very out of place in this conversation it definitely felt out of place in this conversation and what's also weird is that yeah she brings it up at the table while hal and, hal and alice are there i know there's tension between these two generations and that's like good for drama and everything mm -hmm. but like the fact that alice wasn't like what you have scars like the fact yeah, that her character just, like, didn't do that under the table the fact that uh betty wouldn't even consider talking to her parents about that but yeah, we get into that know. a little later in the episode as well too so, so interesting anyway very awkward breakfast speaking yeah. of awkward but chick is like yeah uh the guy who runs the hostel beat me up because I didn't want to work and Hal was like, what kind of clients are these? Mm -hmm. He's like, clients all, all over the town, all over the place. Yeah. Clients everywhere. From really nice to really mean. Right. So then we get to also awkward Agent Adams talking to Archie in the garage again. I'd like everyone to know that I'm putting Agent Adams in air quotes yeah right exactly the word agent in air quotes from here on out this show still maintains the position that this guy is probably not a real fbi agent yes we do i yeah. feel like i don't know in this episode did you feel like he felt more legit as an agent or the same as last week the same, the same. I, I didn't feel a move I felt it was like a it lateral was like move for him barely maybe a little bit more but probably not yeah because i wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like well maybe he is real and then yeah, i was like i'm still I i'm still giving know. them the benefit of the doubt but i'm not feeling it i feel like honestly i feel like if he were real 
he would have shown up in an FBI jacket at some point because that is the oh, arbiter like on that. TV shows of Or like FBI he would have been realness. like behind a tree at Pickens Day or something, like trying to blend yeah, into the, yeah, the yeah, town exactly. or something. Or, like how has he not talked to like Pop? Or we would have gotten like a shot of him going back to like some FBI office Oh yeah, like with something. a murder board and like mapping out yes, stuff exactly, or something. Yeah. Exactly, hmm. yeah. Or like calling someone and reporting in and being like, I almost got the kid to flip or something. Yeah, But then yeah. it could still end up being like, oh, he is legit. And then it's like, oh, no, he was talking to Hiram the whole time. You know? Right, it's like, exactly. Pushed us a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Even it's... though it's clearly obvious he's not real, but <laughs> we'll you could see. have made it more confusing. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. You know, a little more mystery. So he's like, here's the paperwork that <laughs> proves your dad's immunity. Okay, Probably whatever. just a page that says Archie's dad, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Archie explains about this meeting he walked in on and Agent Adams... He's like, why weren't you invited to this meeting? Yeah. He's like, I don't Come know, because it was Archie. with the mayor and all of our parents. Like, that's why I wasn't and invited. No, he was like, the reason I wasn't invited because I was playing basketball. Oh, God. Like, trying wanna... to remind him he's a teenager. Yeah. He's like, I just want to get back to my basketball playing life. And then he's Agent like, Adams is like... I wish Agent Adams was like, wait, I thought you were a musician. Like, I yeah, wish yeah, he would have been like <laughs> something a little bit funnier. So like, Agent Adams becomes the audience right. proxy in yeah. the show. He's like, wait, yeah. what do you really want? to do like be real with me for a second that'd Archie be, oh man that'd be oh fantastic my God. so he says listen there's no time for that Archie you need to establish mm. trust with Hiram Lodge so you can get, get in, in the there inner circle and penetrate that inner circle yeah which so. the inner circle is like just Hiram it's Hiram and Hermione and Veronica that's but it. like Hiram's inner circle is himself yeah, you know you what? know what I mean You're not I'm like yeah, exactly. what people does he trust that are not himself literally no one i have no idea yeah which exactly. is correct yeah never trust anyone but yourself eat the breakfast they don't want you to have <laughs> Okay, DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Uh, so then we go to the student lounge where we're passing the phone around and commenting about how Ooh. Chick is a hottie. Kevin is like, I kind of recognize him from somewhere. And they're like, you know what would help us recognize him more is if you brought him <laughs> around so we could all meet this attractive man which it was a weird picture of him and yeah, i was not, like not the most flattering also picture. did he pose for that photo for betty so she could be like let me show my friends a picture of you know, like right? what this is yeah. weird you know it's like a selfie chick took and then like sent to betty exactly for like yeah, he's no like, reason here's my face <laughs> it's me hello it's my chick but anyway they're all like oh he's smoking he's amazing mm. and veronica's like you know what you should do is bring him to pickens day Perfect. so we can all meet him yeah sounds great and then jughead is like oh pickens day you mean the place where all the serpents have to work as security <laughs> And Veronica's like, okay, but you, like you guys were invited. He's like, yeah, work there. And she's like, I mean, you don't have to work if you don't right. want to. Like, you can just come. Mm -hmm. And uh, then Tony like shows up in the corner of the room, and oh, Jughead's like, whatever, I gotta go. And then Betty, Smart all sassy girl. Betty, is like, oh, do you have plans with Tony? I was like, oh, girl, asking the I right questions. I see what you are doing in that tone of voice, and I approve of it. Yep. Why have we not talked about like? I know they said they quote unquote cleared the air after their breakup, but like they did not. No. At all. Well, we, now they're just pretending it like didn't happen, but right. they're not dating they're still. They're not together. It's weird. What's weird is that it's like I'm all like, of you guys were in love with each other. All of their chemistry. And you don't look like you're struggling with this decision at right. all. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All of their chemistry is now like gone all of a sudden. I don't like, know what they're doing. They're not fighting for it anymore. Like They're just kind of like, whatever, we'll just like wait until we have scenes together again that aren't weird. Yeah. What? I'm not sure that what the deal very is. very weird to me. Because there was a lot of, like, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot. I wanted more of their chemistry in season one. Mm -hmm. But there was at least, like, something in the scenes that yeah. you picked up on. Yeah. Well, I picked up on. You did not pick up. That's, I missed it. But, but I, I saw up. it when I watched but it. But, y'all, I'm not picking up anything. And my radar is on point yeah. for flirting. 
So I don't well, understand what's happening. Now Jug is tied up in all this other stuff. So I assume that's like the I'm reason like, for it. But do, like, this is like getting out of hand for him. It is. For me. It really is for him, especially. So uh, he yes, explains he's that he's going to go interview Tony's grandpa for a story for his no for for a story for his oral history project. Right, which is due in two weeks because he was the first serpent. The yeah. oldest living serpent. Exactly. Yay. Then we get to a scene with Veronica and Archie in the hall. Oh my god, this Cammy plays this so well. I love she her. She really in this. does. She really does. So Archie is like, I don't think dad likes me. She's like, ha ha ha, way. No. Yeah, you're right. He hates you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, she goes, here's how you can get on his good side. Join the wrestling team. Sure. He was captain back in the day. And now me and my mom are basically just fox catcher extras. Lol. Lol. Little movie reference there. Yeah. We also got a Snowpiercer reference. Oh, earlier. really? Yeah. Like a lot of recent movie references. Okay. okay. All right. I see you. They're like, let's bring the show out of the 80s. I know, right? <laughs> and Archie is like, okay, that sounds great. He's like, you know what? That's so weird. I was just saying how I wanted to not do basketball and try something new. And I want to do wrestling now. I'm like, oh my God. Perfect. perfect Can't do it with perfect. you. Can't do it with you right now. Uh, then we also, get- there's a photo of Hiram in the trophy <laughs> case. Y'all, he went to Riverdale High School. I guess so. All of a sudden now, Hiram also went there. Did we know yeah. that he went to that high school? Because I thought it was just like well, I thought Hermione and Alice and Hal. Maybe. I thought the Lodges had roots there somehow. I don't know. I, I don't guess. Know. But like Hermione, the the property was in her name and not Hiram's. Mm-hmm. Like maybe her family was from. I can't get down. Yeah, I don't know. Hole. But it's canon now. Yep. Uh, and so then we get to Tony's grandfather's house, or I think it's a trailer. And What isn't on the south side, though? Let's be real. True. And uh, he explains how the serpents are based on the uh, Ucatina. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's like Ucatena, Ucatina. Ucatena, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, may not be pronouncing that correct. Um, and he's explaining... Who are horned water serpents from back in the day. Yes, and he's explaining how they didn't evolve out of anything they were all slaughtered by pickens oh Uh, no come on every year they honor this man who actually destroyed these murdered like 400 men women and children in 12 minutes yep for the land yeah story of america's life that is correct yeah Yeah. and (laughs) tony topaz like we're all like oh no that's terrible i'm like literally that's what thanksgiving is every year yeah exactly and uh tony the only person who seems to understand mm, how the world works true is that. like yes she is like killing it it's in this episode the, yeah it's called the whitewashing of history jones yeah like, she's like oh you, i'm sorry you thought jason blossom was the only person that was ever murdered here because yeah. that's wrong mm-hmm. and jughead is like my little white male brain is exploding with <laughs> yeah, emotion <exactly. laughs> he's like why isn't anyone talking about this and like because literally no one cares jughead because they're a minority group that's yeah, why exactly uh, oh so then we get to uh, a slightly uh, lighter topic. Veronica and Josie are talking about performing mm. at the Pickens Day Festival. Uh, the Pussycats are back. Yes, but they need another person. Apparently, Valerie and Melody are mm-hmm. like not, not in on it. into working with Josie anymore. Yeah, since she went solo. So then Mayor McCoy walks in and she <laughs> is very <laughs> angry to see them talking. She's like, "Um, Josie, remember about your solo career and also how you're not doing this? Yeah. I was like, whoa, girl. Jeez. Calm down. Then we get to the most shocking pre-title card <sighs> revelation in a long time. I love this. Kevin calls Betty from Pops and says... Oh, he's got a strawberry milkshake next to him. I love it. I love him. He says, are you in a secure place where you can talk? Oh my God. I just he's just... got his laptop and he's like been doing recon. I'm like, thank but you, also, Kevin. But also like... 
Kevin, what are you looking at in Pops, bro? Because... I mean, it's that public Wi-Fi. Isn't that what they said on Broad City? <laughs> okay. Everyone at the coffee shops is just watching oh, porn on their right. laptops exactly. using point. the free Wi-Fi. Good point. Whatever. Uh, and so he says, Chick is an online cam boy. Hey. So... He's a video gigolo, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Indeed. Which I was like, and then we get the title card. Yes. There are a lot of things about Chick being a video gigolo cam boy that are interesting yes and i we get into them later in we the episode pa- should we wait okay, or now we paused it oh on, yes that we, pa- we love to um whenever we see like a newspaper or like an article or something in a tv show i make chris pause it so we can actually read what like the people in the production design like decided to write it. it's my favorite thing I'm like, to do oh, to get pause it so we can read it i was like it was chick's online profile and i was like chris pause it so we can read everything in yep. the profile and it was like you know age like old enough to like Old have some legal fun yeah, yeah exactly and it was like uh sexual like preference was like wink face yeah <laughs> like, all exactly this stuff. hair color like, whatever my mood is right and it was like let me like explore this other dimension with you like we can leave this reality behind blah 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 like all this ethereal stuff I was like this is hilarious yeah was, he had a lot yeah. of uh messages on his wall that were like pm'd you yeah like, okay. yeah exactly Oh see what my. you're working with business is booming so right? yeah and he, he was there was no web address and like no yeah. navigation bar on this site that kevin managed to find yep and uh it was under popular yeah popular profiles Chick's profile was under popular i was so like, like okay cool. all right Hilarious. i wish there was a url that was just like camboys.com or something oh, <laughs> something really bad they're all taken camboy like they b-o-i are. Camboy? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they're all. Taken. Yeah, you're right. I guess they could. They were like, <laughs> they we don't could, want to license. They don't want to send people yeah, to fair, that that's address. Because yeah. I would have gone. I'm sure it was in the first address. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In the first cut of the episode. Oh man. Anyway, after we get back from the break, we're at uh, the lodge breakfast where it's like an elegant grapefruit and like a crystal yeah bowl like, in front of Hermione. I was like, I oh, want that. Yes. Where do I get that? Amazing. Uh, Veronica explains how she was weirded out by Mayor McCoy acting like Veronica is a bad seed. And we learned the mayor's name is Sierra. Sierra, this beat is automatic super I love how in the notes you put it as that Sierra. Yeah. I put it as like Sierra Club Sierra. Yeah. Which I don't think I don't that's know. actually a name, but I could be wrong. It could be. You never know. True. Uh, so she, uh, Hermione explains Sierra probably doesn't approve of the way we do business. I will talk to her if it gets out of hand. She right. Says. Ooh. Okay. And Veronica's like, yeah, damn right you will. Sounds good, yeah. <laughs> then we get to the wrestling tryouts. Uh, Hiram pulls Archie aside for a little chat. I, like, don't even know what to think of this. But Archie's yeah. here. Kevin is here. He's buff AF, y'all. Yeah, right? Kevin killing it. Kevin looks like Kevin the is most clearly buff like one there. Kevin is clearly, like, a thousand weight classes above Archie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck Clayton is also there. Oh, Remember Chuck, Chuck? How he, like, is terrible and yeah. still exists at this school whenever we need, like, like, a random low-key villain? Did not get suspended, I guess. Yeah. Like I mean, I guess you don't get expelled when you, like, sexually harass people and write a book about them. You just, like, have to leave school for a few months. I guess. And then you can, like, do sports again. Wasn't he, like, you lost... Remember? He was like, oh, I lost every chance of playing football for Notre Dame. I'm like, okay, but, like, you're still on the wrestling team? Like, yeah, exactly. do you think Notre Dame wrestling will look 
the other way or <laughs> what are you doing yeah i have but no idea how any that's of this fine working. he's here because yep. we don't like him so we have someone to actively root against because right. we're not going to root against kevin we're going to root against archie if it's against that's for kevin sure. and archie, we're, gonna, we're going for kevin somebody in the core extended group exactly it's gonna be archie. um so I mean, this is when we find out that hiram is hiram the ram lodge yeah and uh sheriff keller also shows up what because of tryouts and kevin's there so kevin and archie are paired together and he's like hey archie like you know that wrestling is not like football and he's like i went up against moose like in this in the whatever round or whatever, or whatever yeah. yeah he's like i think i'll be okay and i was like huh, you're a liar and then kevin proceeds to literally destroy archie yep, just he wipes the floor with lays him, him amazing. right out sheriff and keller sheriff loves like it. attaboy literally gave his son an attaboy to which which we sitting on our couch were giving him yeah we were it was amazing I don't know, a little uh, dad of the year competition dad of the now year. <laughs> coming from Sheriff, uh, Keller. Sheriff Keller. Yeah, and Hiram is like, oh, I'm disgusted with this and walks away. Then the next scene we cut to is immediately Kevin telling Betty how good it felt to beat Archie at wrestling. He's like, yeah, it felt so good, Betty. You have no idea. He okay, like, Archie. Yeah, Archie. Yeah. You might have the body of a 1970s porn star. It doesn't mean you can wrestle. I was like, this is the most <laughs> real line of dialogue. Like, yeah. Is Why great. isn't everything like that natural? Like well, their friendship is so good. Everything that Kevin says, yeah. I'm like, yes, yeah. people actually talk like this. Like, right. yes, this is correct. Look like, why happens. doesn't everybody do that? Look what happens when you give Kevin lines, people. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm nothing like, but good stuff. Why? And she's like, oh my god. And then uh, she's like, oh, so I like let's talk about Chick being a uh, camboy. And he's like, oh my gosh, Betty, did you get sucked down a cam rabbit hole? I was like, also something that people <laughs> would say. And she goes, yes. And it was extremely fascinating i was like betty um yes good for you mm-hmm. and then jughead pops in he's like am i inter- am i interrupting anything and kevin's like uh yeah <laughs> and yeah, Betty's, like, yeah, and Betty's no. like, no, it's okay. I'm like, Betty, stop. I know you want to get back together with him, but like, he was interrupting. Yeah. I want to hear more about what Kevin thinks yeah, about exactly. Camboy. Like, let's get to the real stuff the viewers care about. Yep. Kevin's views on everything. It's correct. Also, we find out Kevin apparently has a gossip column in the paper. Yeah. So Kevin Jug, leaves and Jughead comes in. Jug interrupts and he says, hey, I'm loving Kevin's new gossip uh, column. Everybody and is. Betty's like, yeah, it's great. But also I needed it to fill the void that you oh, God, behind. I'm so over this. What frustrates me is that she keeps doing I don't doing even this want stuff. them back together right now if this is going to be right. how it is. She keeps being like, it had to fill the void. And he's like, I don't care because I'm like now concerned about all this right? other stuff. He's like, like, I have a higher calling listen, and it I, is this story about the Ukon. I'm not upset Ukitana. that he has a calling especially since it's like a social justice one but like i thought you were Calm head down. over heels for this girl yeah what Come is on. going on i don't know anyway so he's like i wrote a story about pickens who was hired by the blossoms to eliminate the right. katana he's like all right we got we all need to deeds. tell this story she's like great are you gonna get a quote from hiram lodge about it i was like betty asking the right questions yep. what, an, what like a good editor editor yeah, she is yeah exactly. she's like okay great a one-sided story fantastic yeah. can you like maybe explore all of your options yeah exactly uh, so then we get to a scene where Veronica drops in on Archie's music practice, Aww. and she's like, hey, if you, uh, wrestling doesn't work, you should perform with Chelsea and I. It'll be great. Yeah, that'll impress my dad. Perfect. Then we get to the Cooper house where Chick storms in, and he's yelling about how the landlord threw out his camera and his laptop, and Betty's like, listen, it's not that big a deal. Like We can figure this out. And he's like, you're crazy. Did you think this was a permanent thing? That's ridiculous. I'm out of here. I'm going upstairs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was so, like, you permanently woof. stormed up to your room, so okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, then we get that call where Jughead is calling Hiram Lodge. This is only from the perspective of Hiram in his office, which yeah. I love. So he picks up the phone, which, by the way, is an old-timey ring-a-ling-a-ling phone. Right? He, like, p- presses a little button on his desk and he's like, this is Hiram. I was like, I aspire to be Hiram Lodge. And it's one line where uh, Jughead is like, hey, it's Jughead. Jughead Jones. I'm writing an article about how uh, Pickens massacred the Ukatan tribe. On the and land I- that you're building on? And yeah, Hiram's exactly. like, Goodbye. Hiram's like, hang up. Click. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Well, it would only have been better if he was like, oh, I'm so sorry, Jughead. He called him back and was like, I think we got disconnected. And then he just hung up again. Nah. <laughs> Jughead's a true journalist now. Oh, He's been Hiram. hung up on by a powerful businessman. For real. Yep. Uh, so then we get to Betty's room where she digs up an old laptop and webcam, leaves it at Chick's door, knocks. She like, knocks and leaves it out. And then he kind of... comes out, picks it up, brings it inside, don't say anything. She just stares at it. Yep. At his door. Here's when I realized, I was like, okay, where is, what is this season? Like, what? how does this fit with the beginning of the season? And I was like, basically, this entire season has just been about expanding Betty's character. Let's think about it. Remember how it's super easy to forget this because, like, I've already yep. put the first half of the season out of my yeah. mind. But, like, the Black Hood's entire plot was around, around Betty. Betty. Yeah, And now true. we get this mystery, the biggest, I think... Other than the Hiram stuff. Yeah. The biggest, like, personal discovery mystery is Betty again. Yep. So it's, it's like, extremely heavy Betty-focused but the question, season. But the question... Which I'm good with. I'm good with it, too. Absolutely. I think Betty's one of the strongest characters, and I want them to do a lot with her. But where is it going? Right. That's like, the thing. So we had this whole arc Oh, well, with- Betty doesn't know where it's going either, Chris. <laughs> It's a journey of self-discovery Gee, about darkness. True. But, like, we would like to have an end to it eventually. But, like, what kind of darkness is this? She, like, she she gets afraid that, like, mm. the Black Hood is like, you and me, we're really the same person. Right. When we're as the audience, the like, no, you're not at yeah. all. Like, what? And and now she's going down this whole, you know, camming mm. route. And it's like, what what is, what is her darkness? We're going to have a better idea in the next episode, I think. I hope so. But I also feel like... The last episode, we were like, we'll have a better idea of what's going on in this episode. That's true. And now we're like, what? We're getting there, though. Yeah. But it, yeah, but it also... To be fair, it is a hard reset. Yeah, and it also goes back to the serpent dance that she did, how we thought that right. was a missed opportunity for her character. Yeah. And now I'm like, are they going to mishandle this also? And are I they going like... to conflate this darkness inside her as dangerous sexuality? Right. That, like, well, see, you know, I'm like, yeah. that can get kind of... It gets uh... very... De- and it's like... <sighs> I don't like that idea. I mean, it's very sure. Like, uh, women struggling to accept their sexuality is because they've been told that it's bad or dangerous is like an appropriate storyline and something very interesting to delve into. But like, you have to handle it correctly. Right. It would be a good thing for a teen show like this, but you have to handle it correctly. I didn't feel like I don't know the pole dance dance thing was was handled correctly. And this, it's like the pole dance thing, like could have almost been like an acceptable way of expressing sexuality i have more reservations about her being a a cam girl or whatever and we were talking about this before the show like there is a variety of yeah there's a variety of things people do on cam it's not like explicit porn all the time right guys literally there are cams of like just women trying on shoes yeah like Like you could it could be anything so i would venture to say it's probably mostly very strange out there yeah that's the that's what it's about but there are like non-directly sexual right you know and of course the subreddit is also blowing up saying like she is 
15 right. in the show and it's like and now we're really pushing like it's one that's thing that's true it's, it's true it's one thing like at the beginning of the season when veronica's little... getting in the shower and you're like well, okay but now that we're getting into this it's like uh, you know are right we are really we supposed... less, like pretending these kids are 17 <laughs> right exactly are, are we, we supposed to forget that they were like sophomores 20? i guess like... maybe they're juniors this year though yeah, but still. a time that Archie didn't even have his driver's license at the beginning of the right. season. You know, it's like hard because they push the kids' ages so hard in the beginning, and now they're like, and also these adult themes. Right, and it's exactly. Like, okay. Yeah, and it. Uh, not to say that like a fifteen-year-old would not like be discovering these things about themselves. Right. But like, well, see, and that's the thing. It's like they could be going that route and, and yeah. talking about it from that perspective, but it just feels like doesn't it feel like isn't they're doing that. There, you know. I'm going to be very curious. Well, I think a lot of it is, like, Cam's stuff is, like, not per- as personal. Like, the mm-hmm. like thinking about the dance, it was, like, everybody in town that she knew. Right. So that was weird. Mm-hmm. But on the Cam, it's, like, she's more separate. So mm-hmm. maybe it's safer space for her to explore. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's a, such a small town. It's like, what are you going to do? Well, and I think I think there's also, I could see I a path know. this goes down to where the whole camming, interest in camming is a mistake. Like yeah, she gets into right. it and then and she, she realizes, realizes it's like too intense. And to be fair, I think that would be a good storyline too. True. I think there's also a lot to be said for t- teenagers exploring their sexuality on the internet and getting and being very like, bad information no. about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, that looks terrible. Right. Hard pass So that. if that's the way it goes, I'd be like, well, well that's okay. a good point you too. Know. Like, yeah, right. I don't know. I also don't feel like it's going to be like stripping or anything on this camp. I feel like it's going to be her and her persona. You know what I mean? Right. I feel right. like she's just going to be exploring like the different sides to her personality right. in and this avenue that's traditionally sexualized, but maybe that's not what it's going to be. Right. And I feel like her exploring that persona, I think is a good, uh, like a good thing yeah. for her to do. It's also a very common teenage thing to do to try on different personas. Yeah, totally. So why do you think everybody dresses right. like in different I mean, styles all throughout high school? That is really the struggle like, of adolescence. Yeah. It's like, who trying am to I? Find yeah. your identity. Yeah. So, and this to me is what, this is really the core of what was kind of frustrating, I guess, about this episode mm-hmm. is that there are so many like good things that the show could be doing and it feels like they're not hitting their marks with it. Is it, it because they're trying to do all of it at the same time? Maybe. Because I I even feel jumbled. Like I was trying to think of evidence to support that claim. Like what can I argue for that? And I'm like, it's all just so jumbled up that like. There's a lot going on right now. Right. It, yeah, there's a lot going on. and I don't know. It seems like uh, every story has been being given. Here's what's interesting is in traditional teen dramas, stories, some stories do have equal weight of the different right. characters, but they end up like interwoven mm-hmm. kind of at the end and, right, or just like kind of throughout you know how they mm-hmm. like throw a party every sure right or whatever exactly. and everybody yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. gets it or it's like yes there's a large problem and d- different characters deal with it in different ways but mm-hmm. it's all kind of like going towards the same thing right this feels really really separate because it's like yeah. archie's dealing with this fbi thing and that's a secret veronica's secretly working with her family uh, in their business mm-hmm. betty has this brother and all of a sudden she's like doing this jughead right. like lives on the south side and is like forming a social justice crusade so it's mm-hmm. like none of those things are going are like coming together right right now. if there's one thing that links everyone like, it's just the business and Hiram and the 
investigation, I feel like. Right. If there's one thing that links everyone, and this is a, a, a theme or a motif that the show brings up every now and then, it's parents and their kids and about how kids kind of inevitably walk the path uh, that their parents do in a certain mm-hmm. way and like the struggle between rejecting that and accepting it and whatnot but we're not getting that right you that's know the thing. It's, 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 it's like it's there's too much happening and right it's that's not what it brings there. up but like Jughead's yeah. storyline has nothing well I guess like it's the ancient serpents and whatnot but it's like it doesn't feel connected to right his father that should be Tony's storyline that should not be right. Jughead's story exactly line. Betty's storyline does not feel super connected to Alice anymore like Archie that's has nothing point. to do with Fred you yeah, know and are, have Archie and Betty Archie and Betty never talked about the kiss and we're just gonna like let that go forever right exactly I'm and like, it's like and that's the, we haven't seen a lot of like their for friendship interactions. Right, exactly. We exactly. haven't seen Veronica sit down with Betty and be like, "How really is it having your brother here? Like, right. is he cool? Like, what's the deal?" And that was we what just saw everyone really be like, "He's cute. Bring him to show. this day." It's like right. you're not going to check in with your friend about how she like brought someone that was stabbed to her home. Right. Yeah. You're not going like, to like go over to her that? house and like bring food and like meet him mm-hmm. personally. Right. And it's because it's weird. And it'll be interesting. Maybe that's how they'll bring it back together is that they'll begin to lean on each other's friendships to resolve all these issues. They'll realize that, like, the error they've made is, like, not hanging out with each other enough. Because think about the OC and how dramatic everything always was in that show. Mm -hmm. With, like, oh, no, Marissa, like, overdosed in Tijuana, like, blah, blah, blah. Whenever anything that intense happened, what did they do? They immediately all pulled together as a friend group of four and, like, dealt Mm -hmm. with it. And supported each other. Yeah. And it's also interesting to me This that, is, like, not happening in this show. Right. That's not happening, nor are they even wrapping up these storylines in one episode. It seems like all these episodes... It's a good point. Nothing was wrapped up. Nothing was started where we were like, oh, wow, we found this out, or, like, we resolved that, right. or this happened. Maybe Archie wrestling, but that's it. And then it just leaves you with another uh, a good point. cliffhanger, you know? So, yeah. Oh, all right. Maybe it would be different if we watched on Netflix. Yeah, that's what I keep wondering. Every mm-hmm. time we do this, I'm like, would it be different if we were watching, if we were binging this show and Probably. it was all together? Probably. I don't know. We will do that. Yeah. And we'll let <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, I'm sure it will happen. Yeah. After that long diatribe. Yeah. So we'll ha- we'll try to breeze through the rest of this as quick as we can, because I think that was kind of our wrap up yeah, conversation. Yeah, that's kind of like the main point of the episode. Yeah, exactly. Sorry to hide it in the middle of the episode Seriously. for you guys. So um, uh, Betty digs up the old laptop. She lives at Chick's door. The next scene yeah. I love. Veronica and With Archie uh, are jamming in Veronica's room. Hiram drops in. At first, he seems very encouraging. Literally hilarious, y'all. But then he starts tearing down Archie. Oh, my God. This is the best thing ever. This is like some Emily Gilmore stuff. <laughs> like, straight to your face. Make That's it funny. true, yeah. He's like, oh, what's going on in here? And they're like, oh, just working on some songs. And Archie, of course, we had, saw in the previously on, it was like, never go into my daughter's bedroom again, Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, he's like, oh, we can go in the living room, Mr. Lodge. Like, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, no worries. Now that I know you're like, not a man and you right. can't wrestle, I'm really not worried about you being in my daughter's bedroom. You can come in her bedroom whenever you want. There's no shame in admitting defeat. Just uh, admit that you're better suited singing songs with the pussycats. <sighs> and Veronica's like, daddy, that is enough. I was yep. like, daddy for life, Hiram Law. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like, well, Archie is very talented musically and he's super sexy. And then Archie does the annoying thing where he's like, thanks, babe. And then he makes out with Veronica yeah. awkwardly in front of her dad. And I was like, that is weird. I saw this whole thing and I was like, I don't have time for any of this I know, BS. I was like, this like, weird whatever. chest thumping is so stupid. So then he gets up and he goes, I better go home and practice the moves oh, Kevin God, no. uh, showed me. You know, See blah, you at blah, trials blah. tomorrow, Mr. Lodge. Exactly. 
Uh, then we get to that son Hiram about to murder you. Yeah, exactly. Look out, Arch. Uh, then we get to another awkward Cooper breakfast. Another Cooper breakfast. Another time of Hal being terrible. Yeah, he's like, uh, that's Polly's chair. You're just filling a void, Chick. And Chick is like, whatever. I'm cool with it. (laughs) He's like, all right, that's fine. Everyone needs something. He's like, that's cool. I didn't expect to stay here for free. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. All right. I'm surprised Hal wasn't like, oh, good. I know, right? Hal's like, great. I'll take your money now, please. Yeah, exactly. Then we get to the wrestling trials. Uh, Hiram oh my God, picks y'all. Archie to demonstrate on. The fireman's like, carry. Yeah. What? I don't know. When he said fireman's carry, I thought that was going to be like. People uh, carrying each other on their backs? No, like um, uh, officer and a gentleman carry. Because that's oh how a God, fireman would a carry point. someone out of a house, you know. But it's not. It's like a wrestling move. So uh, they're like, Hiram, show him this move. And so Hiram oh comes up God. and he's like, let me get a volunteer. And of course, Kevin's uh, hand uh, is way uh, in the air. Literally, I wrote, should have picked sweet, beautiful BB Kevin. Yep. Loving him in this. I love how he like wasn't even intimidated. Kevin was like, yeah, all right. I'll do it. Like, I'll do it. He's like, this is I'll my thing. I'll wrestle the Ram. Like, that's my jam. I'm so Kevin happy. probably would have won. Exactly. Oh, I'm so happy Kevin. Kevin has a thing. I'm I like, love him in this. Oh, just give us a whole Kevin oh, Kevin. Anyway, uh, he picks Archie, whose hand is not raised. Hiram lays, lays him out, lectures the group about how this is what you do when your opponent gets cocky. It's all about uh, demoralizing your rival. And then he whispers in Archie's ear, I always win. Daddy for life. <laughs> the, Hiram is more daddy than Archie in this episode, I will say. That's for sure. He he might be number one on the daddy rankings. Daddy. <laughs> Over Sheriff Keller? Come on. Uh, you make a great point. No, Hiram's daddy. <laughs> then we get to uh, Tony reading Jug his own article. She's pissed, which y'all. Which gets very awkward when he gets to the point where yeah, oh Jughead God. wrote, reparations must be paid to those who are too old and beaten down to fight back. Like Tony's grandpa. Ugh, and she's like, okay, my grandpa's not a broken down victim he's also not a prop this was not your story to tell yep. you're stupid yep i added that last part that is uh, i mean then she leaves and jughead is like i am a little bit more woke yeah exactly <laughs> stupid yeah uh, uh, and whatever uh, i just like okay what's weird to me is like yet, she said it all she's a genius yet again we get to the question what are the serpents so now we learn that the serpents <laughs> a are a marginalized group that came together after their you know literal tribe was destroyed right. by a that's general. That's true. It's like they weren't just like, well, but, but like, are they though? Gang? Because like, what like, are they? It, it, didn't it sound like everybody died in this massacre somehow? Right. This guy's family survived and mm-hmm. then what, they like mated with each other? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, are the serpents really descended from? So like, Tony actually should be the leader of the serpents then is right. what I'm hearing. Exactly. And But also like, what is someone like Jughead doing in the serpents right what i'm like he FP doing this? there i don't know so it's i'm weird. very confused um then we get to mayor mccoy telling josie she will not be performing at pick and stay what if there's a riot because of this article absolutely yeah. not and she's like i still want to perform mom and she's like oh you do how about after i tell you about how veronica does business with her manipulative parents yeah or how her parents manipulate that. veronica into doing their business right and how veronica manipulates you into doing what they want yep so josie marches right marches right to school finds veronica practicing tells her that she is out she doesn't want to be manipulated by a lodge also, yeah, what? why does Mayor McCoy feel like she needs to do what the Lodge is telling? I thought that she's was weird, the too. Mayor. She's like, like, she's taking money from them. She could probably right. conveniently left that out when exactly. she told Josie the story about their business. Right. And I get it's like, she's got a re-election campaign. She needs money for it. You don't like, have to do anything. Right. You could she's, just be a legitimate mayor. She's an incumbent mayor of right. a small town. How much money could she really need for it? She can talk to every single voter by herself. Yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> it's it, so true. So it's like, why does she feel the need to do this? Oh, that's you weird. know? I don't know. Then we get to Penelope Blossom. I still can't say it. 
Penelope Blossom. There she is. Laying flowers at Pickens Monument. And Cheryl is there too. (laughs) Cheryl goes, the cameras aren't here, Jackie O. Yeah. (laughs) And she proceeds to be like, mom, did you know that he was bad? And she was like, yeah, Yeah. duh. That's how we got started maple syrup. And Cheryl's like, so wait, like our family was partially responsible for killing literally hundreds of people. She's like, oh, for just for some trees. And her mom's like, it wasn't just for trees. It was for the rich soil and also the railroads and the saloons and the brothels. Yeah. So like everything in this town. And then she's like, ha the brothels looks like old habits die hard. Uh, well, okay, what? we get it. Yeah. We ex- understand. I know, right? Exactly. You know? We were like, we were cool with her in the first three minutes of the episode last week. But now it's like, what are you doing? She's like pushing this brothel thing a little too hard. Yeah. She's like, get it, Cheryl. I'm having sex for money. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just coming out and saying it. Yep. I'm going to talk to Chick about how to set up a cam. I'm really going to take this. I'm going to take this national. <laughs> Lady it's be Cherry a big Blossom. Thing. Yeah, there it is. Oh, my God. Uh, so Cher- uh, Cheryl is very broken up learning right. that her ancestors were terrible, despicable human beings. Remember, which, Cheryl like, is fair. actually a good person, but yeah. she's been raised by terrible people. Yeah. So, like, she lashes out a lot of the time in destructive ways. But, like, she is at her core, I think, a good person. I agree. To be fair, let's get into that a little bit more. You know more. what? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the years of abuse that Cheryl yeah. endured from her family and then how her brother exactly. was murdered. We, we just and like are, assume that she's fine. We can even go She was uh, almost raped. Back. Oh, she's fine. That she's just part of the chain of all these people who have been terrible. Right. Like, Break the cycle. It. Yeah. Into it. Uh, so then we get to Kevin and Archie in the locker room. KJ Apple gets to say legend, which was fantastic. Y'all, y'all see uh, KJ's Insta stories where he's all like, legend, 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 legend. <laughs> when you like like something and it's amazing, that's apparently what you say in New Zealand. Or if, or some, when you're or if KJ. someone's like super awesome, right, you're like, like oh legend. man, you're legend. Legend. Um, <laughs> but he says it in his American accent, which yeah, is weird. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, and hey, KJ, we are not making fun of you. We legitimately I know, I love, love it, I love it. I, so I, do, I wonder enjoyed. how many takes they had to do. Do you think KJ, like, as a joke, like, snuck in legend, like, <laughs> one time? <laughs> I, I hope so. Joke. I hope so, yeah. <laughs> they crack people up? Oh, my God. So, anyway, Kevin's trying to figure out why Archie is, like, all into wrestling now. And Archie yeah. admits that he's trying to impress Hiram because it's personal now. Whatever. Okay, what? Okay. Then we get to uh, Chick and Betty talking in her room. Uh, and Chick is like, I'm trying to figure out why you came to get me. Yeah, he's like, everything is a transaction. She's like, you're my brother and my mom was sad. He's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. What are you getting out of this? What do you want? Like, I'll be able to tell if you're lying. And she was like, I'm just hoping that you can help me learn about why I am the way that I am. I'm hoping like, you can help me figure it out. She does the whole, there's a darkness in me that scares me. But again, yep. she said, I thought if you also had the darkness, like the shine, <laughs> that you could help me make sense of it. I know about the webcamming. Mm-hmm. That's cool. If you want to talk about it, you want to compare scars sometime, like yeah. trade Pokemon cards, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, no, thanks. I'll pass. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Then we get to Archie and Hiram in his office. And oh my God. Archie does the most Archie thing ever where he's like, why don't you like me? He and just then, goes straight up with says, it. He's like, why don't you like what me? What did I ever do to you? And I was like, you had sex with his daughter under his roof. That's what you did. And then Hiram's. He's a dad. I don't know what you expected. Well, I mean, exactly. He, he, Hiram could have left it there. But right. no, instead Hiram goes. <gasps> I did not see this coming and I, I really liked coming, it. I didn't see it coming at all. I he's thought, so constrained usually. Right, exactly. And he goes, why am I so mad at you? Because your father slept with another man's wife. I was like, like oh. No, he did do that. Oh, no. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Also, Hiram has no reason to like Archie whatsoever. I wouldn't like Archie if I was Veronica's dad. Are you serious? You know what? You're not wrong. Uh, But he says, why shouldn't I assume you have the same weak character? Again, we're getting to that. I like this because 
Yeah. It's saying that the core reason, if this is the true core reason he doesn't like Archie, the core reason he doesn't like Archie is because he's afraid that he's going to hurt his daughter. Yeah. You know what? That's true. And That's true. he's like, no, you're not going to do that to my daughter. Right. So he's just being super overly protective, like probably too overprotective. Daddy. But it comes from a good place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so why shouldn't I assume you have the same weak character? And it's fair. Uh, Archie it's fights back with, I took care of her while you were in prison. Oh, no. Which like now. And Hiram's like, on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. Right. Now we're just in a pissing contest. Right yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, He's Veronica, like, you're not good enough for Veronica. I don't think you're ever going to be able to take care of her. And he's like, I took care of her while you were in jail. And he's like, oh, really? You're going to say this to me in my own house? And then Veronica's like, hello. Yeah. What y'all talking about? Can we bring it down a notch? Yeah. And then it's really awkward. Thank you. Uh, so then after a break, uh, we see that Hiram calls Archie at 4.30 in the morning. 4.31. And says, meet me outside in five minutes. They have a nice competitive jog with each other. Cool. And then settle in for some mushrooms, spinach, and mashed potatoes. It looked like cauliflower mash to me. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Even worse. Yeah. Um, uh, at Pops. And I was like, Pops serves mushrooms, spinach, and cauliflower mash? To be fair, I guess, you I know what? Like, Hiram Lodge owns Pops now, so I bet he can put it on the menu if he wants. It's You're like a right. personal chef. You're so right. Hiram gets whatever he wants there. Yeah. Uh, and so Hiram runs down his bullet it. points again. I love it. You will never win, Archie. Winning is about knowing your opponent. That's why you'll never win. Yup. Because so, you're stupid, essentially. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. He goes, so let's drop this competition, and I will tolerate you. Yeah. And he's he, like, Veronica has a lot on her plate. I don't need her worried about us, a.k.a. He's like, I don't want Veronica to be mad at me because she's going to choose you because you're her boyfriend. Yeah. But So tell her that we had a nice talk and a jog, and I'll tolerate you until this phase runs its course. Mm-hmm. Because boyfriends come and go, yep. but fathers are forever. Ooh. And that's when I wrote in all caps, daddy for life. <laughs> that is it's uh, true, though. Definitely what he's getting at. As <laughs> someone that has dated some people that were, that have come and gone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fathers are forever. Listen. As that person. The sentiment is absolutely correct. That is correct. The fact that it's being brought up as like a bargaining chip for Archie, like not competing with him anymore. I feel like it makes it a little weird. It's kind of like, I'm going to outlast you. So just like, right. Too bad for you <laughs> kind of thing. It's kind of like, he's just reminding him that he has the upper hand. As he said, I always win. It's That's like, you're true. never going to win. I'm going to win. I'm just telling you how it is, kid. Like, yeah. I'm just going to wait until she dumps you. <laughs> I don't really care. I don't have to like you. Ice cold. Right? I'm like, okay. Then we get to uh, Veronica and Hermione chatting at breakfast. Uh, Josie has Mm. dropped out of the performance. And Hermione's like, that's it. I'm going to take care of this. Uh, Veronica's like, no. Yeah. I don't care if they don't like the way we do business. The show must go on. I'm going to figure it out. Exactly. Uh, Then we get to Jughead talking to Josie's grandfather. He is apologizing in a aggressive way. He starts going on a rant, and then she's like, I thought you were apologizing. He's like, I am. I'm sorry. He says, I'm sorry I did it. I was just mad about the South Side getting destroyed. I had no right to do it. Uh, And the grandfather says, you opened an old wound. Now something has to be done to deal with it. Yes. Something has to be done to heal it. Excuse me. True that. Then we get to wrestling trials. Last uh, day. Last day. Hiram told Veronica that she should come and watch Archie. So she's there. And she's like, good luck. Oh, my gosh. You're going to do great. Also, the song playing is Watch Me by Jaden Smith. Chris Shazam- yes. shazammed it during I re- the I was episode. like, what song is this? It was it's good. Very, it was it. surprisingly good. It was like, Jaden, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we get any more Willow Smith? I loved that with my hair mm-hmm. back in 2009. She was the one that she's still <laughs> so making good, money off so that. Good. Um, so then they're like, oh, who's going to wrestle? It's going to be Archie versus 
Clayton, Chuck, Clayton. And like the coach steps aside and Chuck was like directly behind him and it was like, it was the most dramatic music ever. And he's like, but, but coach, we're not in the same weight class. And Chuck's like, you sound like my little sister. I was like, I hope you don't have a sister for her sake. Also, I hope you're not wrestling your sister. Like Weirdo. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, you sound like my sister. She hates it when I wrestle her. Right. I always win. She's six. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. And uh, Chuck's like, it's time for Thunderdome. Time for Thunderdome. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Chuck, so Chuck. there's some slow-mo shots of them getting ready mm-hmm. to wrestle, some fast shots of them wrestling. Honestly, it looks like a slap fight to me because wrestling is stupid in my opinion. <laughs> I, I There might be something I'm not getting. People who like wrestling, I'm just, I'm just, it's above me, apparently. Here, here's what I'll say about wrestling. I've heard it's a very mental game. I've never been able to see that from see the mentality. watching it. Yeah. Right. The, it just the, seems like a constant the mental struggle. aspect of I feel like it. Yeah. The mental aspect is like go back to when we were cavemen and you were trying not to die. Is mm-hmm. that the mentality or is it like instinct? Yeah. And well, are we saying that instinct is mental now? No, and I think it's like anticipating what moves your opponent is going to do. Okay, so you play can some foosball or something. Use their weight against them. You know, it's interesting. I, you know, I've it's weird to me. It. I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to watch this. Yeah. Um, and Archie wins, but that does not seem like a real thing that would happen. Yeah. What's funny is... Well, we just have to accept that it did. We see him see Hiram in the stands. Then he gets like a burst of strength, finishes off Chuck. Weird. And Hiram stands up and reluctantly claps for Archie. Respect. So... Begrudging respect. To sum up, we, we learn later that this did actually win his approval, the fact that he beat Chuck Clayton. Yeah. Which brings me to your point early in the episode. Like, you know what? This very straightforward aggressiveness might be the way to win over Hiram. Yeah. And it certainly seems when Archie, like, like you are up absolutely to Hiram, I was correct. like, is that going to make him respect him as a man? He seems like that type of person. And it yep. kind of did. Yep. And you were absolutely correct. It's there. kind of like once Hiram laid down the law and was like, I'm going to outlast you. Then right. Archie impressed him a little bit. So he was like, all right. You all right? Yeah. You you know that I still told you that I don't approve of you and I'm going to outlast you, but like, I guess you're fine. Exactly. It is what it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to another Cooper breakfast. Oh my God. It's it's finally Pickens Day, but guess what? Hal is staying behind. (laughs) Alice is like, it can be our first outing as a family. Hal's like, no. I'm not included. And she's like, no, fine, like, Hal. Fine. I won't I beg. I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Hal's not really part of this family. Let's be real. Yep. Let's invite FP along. Then it'll be a family outing. That's what I'm talking what about. Up? <laughs> <laughs> then we get to the Pickens Day festivities where we have the greatest scene in all of Riverdale oh. history where Kevin brings his dad a delicious treat. Y'all, we see Kevin walking back with two hot dogs. I'm like, oh, who's Kevin going to meet? He goes and hands one to Sheriff Keller. And it warms my heart. Warms the heart. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so cute. Yep. Uh, Hermione has a quick chat with Josie and her mom. She's like, too bad you're not singing. She's like, well, we can't be too careful when it comes to our kids. That article, the riots. Yep. We never know. Exactly. It's like, okay. Uh, then uh, Hiram comes up to Archie, gives him respect for that victory. And he's like, Archie says, This was Ar- a weird conversation, too. I, I was I like, know. after the way they left it before, I know. he's like, here's a handshake, Archie. And he's like, are we done, Mr. Lodge? And he's like, hey, come by the Pembroke. Let's talk about some things. And Archie's yeah. like, I'll be there, sir. I'm like, what? What? What, what are you? Why are happening? you having conversations like this? This is normal. Like, what are you doing right now? Super strange. Also, this is the the part of the episode where I think you reminded me while we were watching, and I had totally forgotten that the fake FBI agent told Archie he wanted to get in, he needed him yes. to get into Hiram's inner circle. That's the whole reason Archie's been doing right. all of this. And I was like, forgot, lol, I forgot. Yeah, me too. I, it was more okay. obvious on the second go round, but it's because we had reminded ourselves. Yeah. And like, uh, oh, yeah. You know what? This further proves that that story doesn't fit in right. this episode. Exactly. I'm like, this could have been 
and and motivation all on its own. It yep. didn't need that extra layer of like, but he has to get close to Hiram for the, a fake FBI. Exactly. I'm like, no, he could have just wanted his girlfriend's dad to like him. That's a very normal thing to do. Right. Oh, whatever. And then when it comes up later when he's oh. there with the phone call, that throws us off too. He would never look at a phone when you're across from I Hiram know. Lodge. That's ridiculous. But also, oh, okay. I was reading the AV Club's coverage of it and they were like, is he flipping? And I'm like, oh, I think that was just to remind us that like, this is why he's doing it. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so she's not flipping. There's no way. No way. Then we get to Alice saying that she's so happy her two kids Aww. are here. And Hal comes out of nowhere. All of a sudden, Hal's like by a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> he like turns around like where he should be out with the trash. <laughs> he turns around. He's like, Alice, there you are. And she's like, Hal, what? Are, I thought you weren't coming to this. And he's like, I, I just needed to tell you that chick is terrible. I went on your computer, chick. You're a literal terrible human. I know all about the webcam. And Betty's like, Dad, stop. Yeah. You're embarrassing yourself. Uh, and he's like, you bring home this stranger and move him into Polly's room. He's like very obsessed about Polly, Polly not being yeah. home, which I get. But also like how mm-hmm. you made an abortion appointment for her without asking. Like, yep. how much did you really love her? I'm sure yeah. you thought it was the right thing, but like it was not. Um, and he's like, uh, you moved him into Polly's room. He has to go, Alice. And you know damn well why. And that's when everybody is like, it's because it's not really Hal's kid. <laughs> that's why no it's because he's a camera that's why he's what uh, the the cam because he's a cam boy yeah that's why he has to go because it's no. right next to Betty's room oh oh was he implying like weird incest things not even weird incest things i think he was just using that as leverage to say that he's creepy and I... a, a deviant or i whatever. read it into like you know why that's like, true it was cryptic. now listen I think there's a very strong possibility right, that, that it's not Hal's based kid. on the evidence I have Come now. On. That's that is not my conclusion, but I bet in right, an episode or what two I that will be our conclusion. <laughs> what Alice I, goes, Hal, I swear, I threw you out once. I'll do it again. Yep, I hate this couple name, but I'm going to use it here. Phallus, it's time. I know. FP and Alice, let's go. Yeah. She says, "I'll throw you out again." I was like, "Good, dang straight." All right. I know someone. I'm ready. Who is single and available, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> right. We don't really know. Also s- separated. It's great. It's complicated on Facebook. Right. I don't know. Uh, They've been living in Ohio for a while. Yeah. So then we get to Fred introducing the entertainment, which is surprise, surprise, Veronica. And the Pussycats. Okay, girl. Yes, that's right. Veronica has recruited the two former Pussycats yes. to perform with her. And Josie is shook about it. Literally amazing. Uh, Valerie and Melody back again. Would Valerie and Melody do this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they've had a falling out. Okay. Right. Yep. Okay, I'm on board. Josie was like, goodbye. I'm going solo. And they were like, okay, cool. Yeah, see ya. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they start singing a song. Josie's looking all like sad and conflicted. Veronica's wearing an amazing pearl headband with cat ears on it. Um, and everything's going great until a little silent protest pops in and it's all the serpents with signs that say defend this land, honor this land. And they all got duct tape over their mouths because mm-hmm. they do. Cla- and they get to the cla- front. That's it, a classic it's protest. It's a classic thing. protest move, except Tony doesn't have it. She has a megaphone. Yep. And she's like, what up? I'm here. We're here to uh, like honor the silenced and the dead people We're representing, this land. Representing the dead and silenced, this land was stolen and we can't give it back to them, but we can honor them. Yeah. Like this pick and day is a lie. Like this, right. this is a fraud. 
like okay. event. This is terrible. Cheryl hands her apple to her mom and goes like kind of off in the crowd, kind of. By yeah, herself. she kind of joins the. She's like crowd. not having it. So then Hiram is like danger zone, danger zone. Yeah. So he goes up and makes an eloquent speech on the Sodale <laughs> stage, sponsored by Lodge Industries and Andrews Construction, and he's like, "Listen, it's so important and amazing and wonderful that this town has this young woman who has this agency to come up here and make a speech and stand up for justice. Like that is amazing and." And uh, the that. legacy of the Ukatana really contribute to the rich tapestry of the town, which will become Sodale. So how about a round of applause for these right. wonderful people? That was honestly more <laughs> coherent than what he said. But yeah, that is definitely the gist of it. And uh, Jug is about to go up there and start throwing some punches or something. Oh my God, uh, okay. But he's stopped by uh, Tony's Topaz. grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then after a break, we get to a <laughs> okay. scene. Yeah. How, yeah, yeah, I was going to just say, how is eating like a brown snow cone? I was like, what flavor is this? The old, listen, I'm not trying to defend any of Hal's actions, but it could be like a Coca-Cola flavor. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, I was that, like, why isn't my this like guess. normal? You know what? I bet if it was like a red or blue one or something, it would have stained you're something on set right. or you're, like his mouth or something right. and I couldn't yeah. do it. Um, er, a little earlier, we had a tiny look of Penelope looking over at Hal with intrigue when oh, he yes. had to storm away from Alice earlier. Mm-hmm. So she pops up and I said, Hal, why are you so terrible in my notes? And then she popped up and said, Hal, let's get you a proper dessert. You look like you could use some company. And he's like, <laughs> yes, uh, that yeah. sounds great. <laughs> that is that is the exact sound his face would have made. Like, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Hal has probably been ignored sexually for many years. <laughs> is that Alice's fault? Yeah, I was no. about to say, whose fault is that? <laughs> no. Exactly. Oh, I'm like, goodness. and it was deserved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so then we get to uh, Chick stopping by Betty's room and he confesses that the first night he was here, he came into her room while she was sleeping. And I guess he was staring at her and mentally asking himself why she saved him, even though she explained. I like how they tried to explain away the feeling of creepiness by him telling her he did a creepy thing. Right. I'm like, does that excuse when you do a creepy thing if you say you did it? You know Uh, what I mean? I think it, 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 not in real life but in the show is. it kind yeah, of did exactly, in the show it was yeah. kind of like oh he's not really creepy because he's like very straightforward about how he did that weird thing but it's like okay but well, like, like if someone really did that and then was like yeah when i came in here and watched you sleep you'd be like what yeah exactly and to be that's fair weird, she's man. a little like what and to yeah, be fair true. like confessing would be the first step to forgiveness well but, that's like, true he did what's weird is he didn't really sound apologetic about it he was, he was just like, kind of like explaining so why he did what it. i did he's yeah a little exactly. sociopathy but it's not as yeah fault. yeah i guess i don't know um so she, he was like i was asking myself why you saved me i now understand that you're alone so mm. let me explain to you why i do camming kind of a weird segue but okay uh he says i cam to make money but I also came to escape from the darkness inside me. Yeah. So Betty's immediately like, can you show me how to do that? Right. She like looks at her hand with the scars on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did she have permanent scars? I didn't think so. First they season? always just looked like irritation. Maybe she's just been doing it and we haven't been seeing it because I was like, let us not forget how damaged she was over this Black Hood storyline that yeah. we've just like wiped away when Jughead is like, he's dead and we put away our Christmas decorations. It's like, no, Betty was psychologically tortured for like yeah. multiple weeks. Yeah, she needs help. Uh, So that's fine. She yeah. had to like put on a hood in a dark abandoned place and like look in a mirror. Like that was a lot. Yeah, exactly. So she had to bury her best friend alive. That yep. was a lot. And we, yeah. 
And so this is par for the course for her. She's allowed to do whatever she wants, in my opinion. And this is what I'll say. Like, so like she can cam if she wants to. Let her have it. Mm-hmm. And well, and we this can is, cam if we want to. We can leave <laughs> we y'all friends behind. behind. This uh, clearly, these kind of two episodes have kind of been a clean break from the first part of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they haven't been clean enough. Right. Like if right. they if they there's were, still messy stuff happening. Right. If it's they like were you just can't... super obtuse that we were leaving that behind and just like clean break. Well, right. You couldn't have this kind of lingering stuff. Right. Exactly. And so I'd be like, okay, whatever. We'll pretend that was a fever dream. But now, right. with stuff like this, it's like. Okay, no, we're, we're not going to address that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, Jughead's like, the dark education of Betty had begun. Yeah, and so okay. I, I will say when he says that, that was the first time I thought to myself, okay, maybe this is like a mistake she's making. This is like a a bad thing she's walking into, a trap or something. Because up until now, I figured, I was assuming, okay, her relationship with Chick is going to be good and she's going to discover mm-hmm. stuff about herself. But maybe it will turn out that Chick is creepy and weird and he's like leading Betty down a path that harms her even hmm. more. That is true. Something to think about. But Betty has literally faced down a serial killer. Right. It, well, see, that's so the it's thing. Like, that's why it doesn't add up to What can he really do to her that hasn't already been done you That's know a great point. i'm like ugh, yeah. i don't know i'm hoping that it's not that and i feel like it's not because i feel like betty's character is a little bit of a darling for the show yeah yeah betty's character is a darling. like she's been through too much they need to have her like be able to find her own way yeah to heal definitely from this yeah. crap uh yes that is correct. So, in addition to her dark education beginning, also the criminal education of Archie is beginning. Oh, thank God. Hiram and Archie are chatting in his office. Uh, Archie now says that he's, <sighs> he's no such long- a liar. I know he's no he's longer such a bad liar. He's no longer interested in music. He's interested in business. Business. Maybe, maybe he can uh, buy back Andrew's construction from Hiram. I like that day. he knows his dad is in no position to buy that back ever. Yeah, that's true. and it's also not the full business. It's twenty percent. Yeah. Well, I think it's more than twenty percent. But the Shark Fred Tank said twenty percent. Yeah, but. There's, I, I'm telling you, I think he bought more of the company when they went into a partnership together. But like, I don't have I their don't Shark Tank numbers. Bought it, or they just signed a contract to work together as partners on the Soto project. Yeah, that's true. He is like a contractor of them. Yeah, could go either way. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, as long as you're dating Veronica, I'm going to demand the best. So you should be taught by the best. And Me. then, right, exactly. And then, uh, Agent Adams, quote unquote calls archie and he looks at the phone and it's like a adam's home i was like what okay uh and he puts it away and he's like oh sorry mr lodge you talking about an internship and they're like hey let's do it yeah yes uh and then god jughead continues his narration and we learn that an act of desecration has happened Mm. uh and that act of desecration, even though Jughead was part of the group protesting, is the (laughs) chopped off head of general pickens statue covered in some red paint uh and jughead says the civil war that was brewing is now an inevitability as soon as i saw it i was like it was cheryl blossom that's what i'm thinking that's what the subreddit is thinking so i think you're on the right track there strange to me that he called it a desecration when he was fighting against it right Uh, and also like they're talking about it and hiram and the mayor and the sheriff and they're like isn't it obvious that the south side serpents did this mm -hmm. like yeah totally yeah like once again they just blame everything on the serpents talk about muddled i also like how we got through this entire episode and we finally only mentioned that there was this like 
civil i guess we mentioned it when they left the flowers oh, yeah, there the but civil like war. it was very it definitely to me <sighs> felt like a parallel to civil war monuments oh yeah 100 percent. and that that's like such the weird thing about this episode is that we're drawing all these like strong parallels to modern day stuff and i don't dislike that but you got to be ready to like handle it well right that's true i'm like i I feel like... If it's within the context of the story and it's appropriate, then that's fine. Right, exactly. But I feel like... to me, it didn't feel preachy or anything like that. I don't think so. I think it... I think they could have handled the nuance of these things better. Well, yes. But, I mean... I didn't think it was mishandled. No. But I didn't think it was like... Yeah. And let's be real. All I'm craving in these times is nuance anywhere. I know, right? Give it to me, please. Um, But it's it's like, I feel like they're just throwing like, oh, let's throw all this modern day stuff at the wall and see what sticks. I feel like that's what we've been doing for the last two episodes is just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks but of course the flip side of that is you have to stick with things when it sticks you've got to see them through right i feel like the last two episodes have just been constant throwing stuff at the wall and i feel like kind of 2a was also just like let's throw the black hood at the wall let's throw an episode we're in a 1950s hospital at the wall did you hear that there's going to be a full musical episode right carry the musical what and now we're doing a full musical episode yeah with like alice singing like everybody singing let me clarify cole has to sing and he said he escaped (laughs) disney channel without singing (laughs) too bad son oh (laughs) the irony i know i'm like i'm conflicted like part of me is like kind of excited about that like i'm like oh that'll be cool if you had told me after we watched season one episode 10 uh that there was gonna be a musical musical episode i would be like yes (laughs) i'm here for it that sounds like the campy ridiculousness that we need but after an episode like this, I'm like, what? You're going <laughs> like, to go. That fits none. You're gonna go, not at all. You're going to go from a, a ripped from the headlines Confederate monument story to a musical episode of Carrie? Like, what? Well, yeah, Chris, all the major networks do musical live performances. They're very popular. Didn't you see Peter Pan on NBC with yeah. the atrocious Christopher Walken? I did. It was weird. You didn't love it? <laughs> I think i watched 15 minutes of that and i was like that one was I'm not leaving the, the best room. yeah i you know okay. i don't know i don't know is riverdale good i'm about that episode yeah this episode i enjoyed this episode i did but too. i can enjoy this episode and also be like concerned about the context of yeah, the season <laughs> exactly it's like listen i we, don't know we love you riverdale and we're a little worried right now. I'm just like, what's going on with you? There's a lot going over there. on. Exactly. Do you have too many writers? Yeah. Are Do there... you have too many ideas? Do you have too many creatives? Because someone said it... the person that directed this episode directed like some famous 90s. Like 90s cult uh, teen like, movies. Are you bringing in too many people? Because like Julie right. Pleck from right. The Vampire Diaries announced she was right. going to direct an episode. And I was like, are these people intimately mm-hmm. familiar with the script and the room and, right. the, you know, and the stories? Or are you just throwing in stylistic directors? Right. And that's like what you think is... And it's like... Like, good for the show. I just feel like there are too many elements that don't match. Like, I'm super cool with this idea of doing individual directors if each episode was individualized art. Right. That would be perfect. That would be really cool. But we have these long arcs with individual creative directors, and that's a mismatch. And, like, different theme theme feels. Lots of different themes going on, you know. Even like cinematography. Like, remember the weird tilted shot of Betty and Archie going to that house with the soup? Mm Mm-hmm. What? 
what happened to that stuff I'm yeah like, what's that yeah why don't we do more of season one episode 10 last weekend right you know I, what's funny is that we commented on a twitter from who was it brian one of the writers mm-hmm. yeah, on yeah twitter yeah. was like hey uh ask our questions about Riverdale and I'll be trying to answer yeah, them. Yeah, he was doing like a Twitter um, anime. And someone asked like what like his favorite things were, like what was fun to write, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. like how they felt about, somehow they brought up Lost Weekend. Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, season, oh dear. Oh, I got too excited I about Lost Weekend, y'all, my mic fell. He was like, season one, episode 10 was so fun. He's like, yeah, would love to do something else like that stay tuned yeah. like these kids deserve a break and i'm yeah, like right but exactly. every episode could be like that it doesn't right. have to be a break from this like depressing damaging social justice like right. everything hitting you all the time and you have one episode where everybody exactly. gets to go to a party right and like, I'm, con- I'm conflicted because it's like i like that they're bringing up those things like i think it's yeah cool that they're doing it but at the same time, I'm also like, and are they worried that like if they chose one storyline, it would seem like they're harping on one thing, like how the Black Hood was like all Black Hood all yeah. the time. Like if we had season two, ha- this half of season two was like all about the statue desecration mm-hmm. and all about the lands thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's 10 episodes of that. Yeah. And that's the whole A story. Would that also be satisfying? I don't know. Well, and is the A story going to be this civil war that breaks out, even though that's kind of what we were already doing with like, like the red circle and stuff? Aren't the kids at the high school happy to be at the high school? Right. It's like... I think we can all agree that stealing land and murdering people is bad. Like, I don't right. know anyone yeah, that's definitely. like, yes, that's a great idea. And I, 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 and again, I think it would be super <laughs> interesting. Blossom. I think it'd be super interesting to have this, you know, kids versus parents intergenerational conflict i think that's there's a lot of that going on right now i think it it would be a a good thing to do on the show but it's but i'm also like what are we doing here you know what it needs is more fp (laughs) yes because i'm like i feel like there's not a lot of direction on the south side and we need fp to tell us what to do that's true yeah i i would agree with that so riverdale is good we still we still like it we're still here we're still being entertained with these episodes but it's like but what is where, happening, where are we Riverdale? Going? I feel so lost. I'm like wading through the woods. Yeah, exactly. Riverdale Woods. Yeah. By Sweetwater River. And I'm like, hello, where am I? Yeah. Scenes from next week. Uh, yeah. Betty is camming. She's got, Thank God. She's got the black she's, wig. Y'all, she has the same bra and the wig. Yeah. Our favorite one from season one when she almost <laughs> drowned Chuck Clayton. It was the best thing ever. That I was is like, correct. more of that too, please. Yep. Yes. Uh, FP is mad about something. Sure. Uh, probably about uh, he's like Jughead you're South bringing South. the south side down you're like yep. ruining everything it was like story of his life Veronica's on to Archie working with her dad yeah Chick is drinking some milk coming downstairs yep, I saw like a quick flash of that I was like alright and the one and only Ooh. Penny Peabody returns probably because they're gonna blame the south side for the desecration of the statue and they're mm. all gonna need lawyer we need a snake so charmer. that's her yep that is true I'm like, do we really need to add another person that causes trouble for the South Side? Or is she going to pull through and, like, support the South Side during this? You know what? Because her thing was, like, a side hustle for the drugs and stuff. But now Mm -hmm. that it's, like, North versus South, not South versus South, ghoulies versus serpents. Right. It's like, are we actually going to like what she does? Are we going to see why they keep working with her? Honestly, I have no idea. If, If... 
if do we care do we need another character the answer is no right exactly you know what i mean honestly i'd be like well they made her such a such a villain initially right? i think they're gonna keep with that and then i was like i have no idea what's gonna I happen don't know what's i don't up. know do don't her know. enough peas to hook up or something like what is this i don't know could be anything i don't none of that would surprise me when is thunder alice coming back great question that's all i'm saying don't know follow us on twitter at casual critic pod like us on facebook and instagram at casual critics podcast you can always reach us at casual critics podcast at gmail.com also rate and review us on itunes that helps us get the word out about that's the, show. the one that's the one y'all guys iTunes. Uh, we will do our best to guide you through these uh chaotic episodes you know what no one knows what's going on yeah, so we'll i don't feel bad you. me neither <laughs> we'll be here for you we'll get through it together as a community we out here we out here (laughs) we out here (laughs) thank you as always so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week see you guys next week bye